this is part three of the Cafe Americaine podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. And let me tell you something. I have never, ever had so much damn difficulty getting a stupid-ass podcast up to date and recording the damn thing. I can't tell you how many technical difficulties I've had to run across and work through and plow through. And God damn it, I... This is why I need a staff, and this is why I need other things. I need better equipment to get this stuff on the on the fucking internet and everything else. Gosh, it's so it's beyond frustrating. It's beyond me as a human being why some of this shit can't get on the air. I'm beyond frustrated with the whole thing. That's what makes for good radio. When I have these little outbursts, thanks to Imus in the morning, I know. What gets people going? Anyway, one final outburst in part three of the Cafe Americaine podcast. There was a Missouri woman who decided in all of her glory that she should shove a loaded pistol up her vagina. So I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is not going to grab that pussy because if he did grab said pussy, he may in fact kill somebody because the, well, the damn thing was loaded. And I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump doesn't want the blood on his hands, even though it may not be said woman's time of the month. And this is an excellent segue to Hillary Clinton. This stupid harridan will not go away. This fat ass keeps rising from the dead and nobody can drive a stake long enough through this old bitch's heart to keep her down. Oh, there was a dinner that was planned in New York City coming up for Bill Clinton, for Hillary Clinton, for Chelsea Clinton. All three are degenerates. All three of them. These morons can't die fast enough. Of natural causes, of course, because I, as an intrepid media figure and a broadcast member do never ever wish harm upon somebody else other than natural causes because even the horrible deserve to live some sort of life. Plus, I don't want any fucking lawyers coming after me. Anyway, so Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and Chelsea Clinton are going to have a fundraiser. This fundraiser in New York City will be able to have seats. If you want to go, you're not, sit down if you're not and take off your socks if you have them on because they're about to be blown off. One seat for this is $2,500. Now that may not be a big deal to some of you hedge funders. However, if you want to be a chairman for this event, You have to give the organizers $100,000. $100,000. Let me put that into perspective for you. Half of the American working force makes $40,000 or less. 51% to 90% make between $41,000 and $99,000. So you're talking about the top 10% of the United States working class makes $100,000 or more. 
So people that are making $100,000 couldn't even show up to this stupid-ass event unless they decided to shell out at least $2,500. Now, the bigger thing is, why does anybody want to support these people? They've gone away. Go away! Hillary Clinton. Oh, it was the Russians. It was uh, Bernie Sanders. It was the Democratic Party. It was uh, Donald Trump. It was Facebook. It was this. It was that. Shut up. You lost. Go away. Bill Clinton. Nobody gives a damn about your stupid book that you wrote with somebody else. Go away. Stop it. Go deal with the Energizer Bunny up in Chappaqua. And by the way, WikiLeaks leaked your Chappaqua residence phone number. And I almost called it on the air when I was on terrestrial radio many, many moons ago. But I didn't because I didn't want to be sued. But these people will not go away. And th there are other Democrats out there saying, oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, just stop talking. Stop talking about Russiagate. We all know that is a made-up story. Stop talking. Just go away. Assume room temperature, Grandma. And by the way, your son-in-law tanked a whole bunch of people's money and destroyed a hedge fund that he was trying to run. So now Chelsea is the breadwinner in that family. God, but these people... Oh, now, Bill Clinton is humping his own book. Chelsea Clinton is probably going to be groomed for some sort of stupid position within New York, and Hillary Clinton just won't drop dead. She is worse than Frankenstein. She's a, she's a horrible example of what an Energizer bunny should be. And the Democrats are saying, well, now, enough is enough with you morons. We gave you all sorts of information. We're going to sue the Hillary Clinton campaign called Onward Together. The DNC paid Onward Together $300,000 in January and $135,000 in every subsequent month, according to the FEC, the Federal Election Commission. And they provided the DNC with a whole bunch of data on potential voters and current voters. Thus far, it has transferred $705,000 to Clinton's groups as of the end of this month. And that sum will have increased to $840,000 at the end of this month. So now the Democratic National Committee is saying, listen, sweetheart, if you want to continue to be associated with us, you took a lot of money from us, you took a lot of our voter uh, registration rolls and how voters would vote and all of the information, you owe us money and you owe us information. So we're going to get that in one form or another. And this is being reported by the Huffington Post. Democratic Party officials, including some state party chairs and DNC members, want Clinton to retroactively donate the campaign materials to the Democratic National Committee and return the money that the party organ, get, organ, organ gave to Onward Together. Yeah, you know what? You may make fun of me for not being able to say that, but I dare you to say that in one shot. This is important because Hillary Clinton just came in to the Democratic Party and ravaged it. They took all of the money, they took all of the information, and they said, guess what? F you. And Clinton lost, 
and she can't get over it because, oh my God, how did I lose? It's especially impressive to realize that Hillary Clinton did lose knowing that they had Clinton and deep state operatives within the FBI, the CIA, the administrative canals of the White House and other organizations, as well as state and local governments. This had nothing to do with Russia. It had something to do with you thinking that you were going to win because you were entitled to it. And the media and the agencies within the federal government were pining for you and they conspired to try and get you elected and you didn't get elected go away bye stop talking stop talking pin a note to your shirt and gtfo go watch sunset somewhere go hang out with george bush and paint pictures of dogs and watercolors just shut the hell up and it's even so bad that millennials are fleeing the Democratic Party. That's it. According to an article uh, called The Authenticity Gap, the big problem for Hillary is that the Bernie Sanders millennials will not turn out for her. Their cultural identity is one big cry for authenticity in a sea of smart. Hillary's authenticity gap is simply too big for many millennials to square with that value system. And Reuters is even reporting that they get a load of this. The online they conducted an online survey with 16,000 registered voters between the all-important age group of 18 to 34. And guess what? They, these people were supportive of Democrats over Republicans, but this number slipped nine percentage points over the last two years to a 46% overall average, which means that these people were 54% in the tank for Hillary Clinton. But since this fat ass lost and Donald Trump took office, 46% of these Democrat voters said, yeah, we'll still support. The other 9% have slipped, and this means that there is a shift going on. And this is the shift that I talked about in the first part of this podcast for the week. There is a monumental shift occurring right now, and this is being displayed in politics and many, many other areas of society. So we're seeing a lot of people being fed up with what they consider to be the status quo. And the status quo being people like Hillary Clinton coming into office and other Republicans, which aren't that far from Hillary Clinton and aren't that far from Bill Clinton or George Bush or Mike Pence and so on and so forth, whatever have you. And they're saying, especially millennials, enough is enough. You're not going to fool us anymore. By the way, that Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and Chelsea Clinton cocktail dinner is on Thursday, May 24th, 2018 in New York City. So yes, see if you can get on the list for that. And you may in fact go there and meet these smarmy individuals. Oh, by the way, uh, James Clapper. So if you, I don't know if you've caught the clap, 
But CNN decided to hire James Clapper. Now, James Clapper comes from a Barack Obama era appointment. He was the DNI chief, Defense National, uh, I don't even know. You know what, come to think of it, uh, I don't know what DNI actually means. So let me quick fire that up. Uh, but the point is, uh, yes, of course, why would DNI come up in a Google search when I absolutely need it? Yeah, I, I can't tell you. I cannot tell you how many F-ups have been going on tonight with when it comes to, uh, he was, okay, here we go. The director of national intelligence, James Clapper. James Clapper was leaking information, illegal, secret, classified information to CNN during an investigation into Trump. Now, what happens after uh, Clapper leaves the government? He suddenly and miraculously gets a job at CNN. Yes, James Clapper, the director of national intelligence, has been illegally wiretapping and authorizing other wiretaps into American citizens that won an election that did not make the powers that be very happy. So he leaked information that intelligence agencies were gathering to media organizations these bits of intelligence are classified bits of intelligence which means it's illegal for you to leak these documents to media members or tell them, or tell the or tell them about what is legal and is illegal or tell them about what is going on in an investigation. So in a way to thank James Clapper for performing illegal activities against an incumbent, not an incumbent, but a transitioning president that won an election against the anointed, he decided to leak this information to the media. And the media in response said, you know what, you did us good. Even though what you were saying was all lies, it made for ratings. And we want you on the staff. And that's exactly what happened. James Clapper is now sitting with CNN, and he is a correspondent in some form or another. And I'll leave you with this. There is a crip alert being issued to F. Kanye West. Kanye West came out in support of Donald Trump, even though so the shock of many, he is an African-American who, who, oh my God, he supports Donald Trump, a white person, a person with orange hair. I mean, how could he do that? And oh my, other African-Americans came out and supported Kanye West and subsequently supported Donald Trump. Well, how could this be? They're supposed to be Democrats. So now this Rhodes Scholar, uh, a, a former associate of Snoop Dogg, called out for a Crip alert. All the Crips, yo, uh, let me quote, yo, national alert. All the Crips out there, y'all F Kanye up. This is coming from the Dog Pound. Better not ever see you in concert, announced Delmar Drew Arnaud also known as Daz Dillinger, 
Let me tell you something, Daz. You're nothing like the real Dillinger, so shut up. You look like an effing moron, by the way. Uh, he continues with his missive. Better not ever see you around the LBC, which is Long Beach in California. Better not ever see you around California. Stay in Calabasas. Ya hear me? Because we got a crip alert for Kanye. You don't speak on crip gods, N-word. I hate saying the N-word. It's so stupid to say that stupid-ass phrase. We got the Crip gods, nigga. You know what I'm going to say. All the Crips out there, you see that N-word. Bang on his ass. F his ass up. So on and so forth. So that's what you get if you come out uh, in support of Donald Trump or anything like that and you just happen to be a minority. Somebody with a darker complexion than Caucasian or alabaster or porcelain. What this means is something is changing within the societal dialogue of what is right and what is wrong. And this is going to have an impact for a number of years, for a number of political elections, because the United States is going through growing pains. And we are seeing a sudden realignment from what is typically Democratic voters of color going towards a more merit-based society, saying, look, stop playing the victim. I don't care if you're black, white, orange, yellow, whatever. What can you do? What do you as a person bring to the table? And why aren't you capitalizing on that? Why are you relying on race to move forward? You are a bright person. You are of color. Use that to your advantage. Stop saying, well, I'm this color and I'm a victim. Or I'm this religion and I'm a victim. It is a shift that is going to take place over the next couple of years, and we are going to see some very, very bright individuals come forward to announce to the world that America is truly the place of ingenuity and is truly a place of freedom, where America doesn't rely on race relations but relies on integrity and what you can bring forth to this society. We don't care what race you are, just as long as you are a good person and have everybody's best interest in mind when you come forward and publicly speak. And this is part of something that we'll go into in further podcasts here on Cafe Americaine, because these subjects are going to be talked about with other individuals too. That's it for part three of Cafe Americaine. Until next time, this is your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. <laughs>